Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to another episode of the Podcastianos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined, as always, by a man who's really good with a snow shovel. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, how's that driveway looking? Um, it is finally melted. Uh, I don't know how it is in Detroit. You know, we'll just have to switch this from a uh, baseball podcast to a a postponement podcast. You know, we'll just cover all the the exciting parts of rain delays, stuff so, like that. So you have no snow down there? No, I mean, there's. It's not on my driveway. Okay, but there's there's a smattering. We have conservatively i would say that we have 14 inches of snow here what what 14 inches we have gotten at least 14 if not more since saturday morning it has not stopped snowing in the last what would that be uh 72 hours it is unreal i I i snow blow snow blue snow blew my driveway at two and by the time my wife and i um went out to to get groceries at like 6 30 i easily could have done it again it is crazy. It's but, the middle of April. Yes, it, it's kind of time to to go ahead and and move on to to spring. Um, but we'll see. How, do you have uh, you know any other meteorological like updates from Traverse City? I mean, how is this affecting the cherry trees? I mean, how is this hitting tourist season? You know, I feel like I need a full weather breakdown here. Well. Uh, as a, this is a weather podcast now. As an as a well-adjusted citizen of Traverse City, I can tell you that um, there aren't any tourists in the area yet. Um, they don't start coming until, well, most of them come like the last week of June, but we still have a while before any of them are up here. And cherry trees, I don't know. I'm not a farmer. I, I have Traverse a City is beautiful year-round. I don't that know is, why people just don't go all the time. It isn't, that is an entirely false statement. It is, it is the <laughs> worst for at least five months of the year the worst oh just go to the asylum or whatever and uh you know great great wolf go to right brain i mean there's a lot of 
Here's the thing about all of those things. Those are things <clears throat> that when you guys come up, you do. We as locals yeah, don't actually definitely. really do any of those things. You don't go to – well, people go to have to go to Right Brain, don't they? Yeah. Or yeah the two lads or however many lads there are there. The, the breweries are a bit of a different story. All right. We're, ra we're rambling. Um, so even yeah, though it doesn't look like it outside, the calendar actually says that it's April, which of course means that it is April in the D. Um, normally I would make some sort of crack about, you know, the Pistons and Red Wings not living up to their obligations, you know, as far as playing in, in April. But if we're being honest, the Tigers really haven't played um, too awfully much more than them at this point. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but our good buddy Jeremy Lewis uh, tweeted that um, something to the effect of that Mother Nature is currently giving us hashtag the D in April, which I thought was was pretty funny. Is that a, some kind of innuendo? Could you explain it to me? I mean... I think you understand. Um, does, no, does, I, I really like. It. Yes. Okay, go ahead. It is. Did you? Um, so, <laughs> how big are you on the concept of April and the D? Does that like bring back any nostalgia for you? Like how back? How far back does that go? You're a lot. It's older been a than few years since we've had April and the D, right? It's got to be four or five years ago. No, More than that. There's. They always have the April. Since we've had a the, song. Okay, since we've had like an out and out, you know, song with those lyrics, but there, there's always like an April and the D song. Yeah, just just the, like a pop song. That yeah, that one Jack, the one Jack White song that they keep playing oh, sure. this year, which which is terrible, by the way. I feel like nobody's really had the guts yeah. to say that the song is trash. Like, it doesn't sound yeah. like Detroit at all. Well, Jack White is good normally. He gets a mulligan. Yeah, I mean, he made the the soccer song, so I, I guess I'll give him a pass. You're talking yeah. about Seven Nation Army. Yes. I mean, he, he designed that with, with soccer uh, fans and, and stadiums in mind, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It is remarkable what catches on, and that is like the chant. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that brings us to this week's leadoff question. Um, how should the April in the D song be handled, in your opinion? Well, I liked the contest a lot. I mean, there was a lot to like about it. I mean, you got you had a contest, which was kind of fun. A lot of people got to participate. There was a local band. Some people got to be creative. But it wore on you for a few reasons. One, um, they repeated it over and over and over again. It was just too much exposure. And the chorus was always April in the D. Of course. Couldn't you expand it a little bit? Give people a little bit of freedom in their in their creation of the song. But I, I like the, I like the concept of, you know, giving the local band some love. Part of the problem with using the local bands though, is there's a reason they're local bands and not they're like local. big bands. And then you have to listen to a, a, you know, a band that's not as talented play a song 172 times for well, a Well, see, that's the hitch. Don't play it so much. Just give us a little bit of a, a here and there. Yeah, a little bit goes a long way. That's right. But no, I like the April and the D. And if you think about the words, April and the D, it just like it just the tunes, the earworms come flooding into your skull. I mean, if you were there watching television at that time, they're ingrained in your scalp. Yeah, specifically the Good Luck Joes. Never, yeah. never forget those guys. They will always be synonymous in my mind with April. I wonder what I wonder what they went on to do. I wonder if they've won any Grammys. Uh, they had a lot of good luck, I'm sure. Did you read my breakdown of the best April and the D songs? I tweeted it out. 
I, 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 I think there's five April and the D songs. I ranked them and included clips in my thoughts. So. Would it help our relationship if I said that I had read it? No. Okay. Don't, don't lie to me. Then no, I, I have not read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it again, retweet it. I was very proud of it at the time. I'm sure it's it was probably great. trash. Now. I'm sure. It was, I'm sure it was witty. Witty as all get out. Yeah. Okay. It rhymes with witty. <laughs> so I went. Um, I I kind of broke down what I want in this song. I feel like I want it to sound like Detroit, kind of, uh, you know, a little gritty, but also a little on the funky side. Does that kind of make sense? Sure. And I, it also has to kind of sound like Fox Sports Detroit, um, which bum, bum, bum. I love. No, I love Fox Sports Detroit, but like it's not necessarily like a picture of innovation or cre- <laughs> creativity or even just being kind of with the modern times. Um, right. would, you, would you say that's accurate? Yeah, very safe. Yeah, there you go. So um, I think it has to be someone with Michigan roots. I feel like the the ideal choice would be uh, your buddy, Big Sean, doing something kind of funky and upbeat. But I don't know how representative of Fox Sports Detroit that would actually be. So I feel like the natural choice would be to get Kid Rock on the track. Um, oh. Something like upbeat, yeah. has some of his twang. He has a history of singing about, uh, you know, specific areas in Michigan during specific times of the year. Um, I feel like that would be, would be our, our natural, natural choice. Yeah, it probably is the best fit, but there's, there's kind of a downside to that. It being and that Kid is Rock. Kid Rock is kind of a tool. Yes. I feel, I feel like that's conservative when you're referring to Kid Rock. <laughs> trying to be gentle, but yeah, he's kind of a, it's kind of a tool. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at Podcastianos. On the Instagram, I am at Jordino 4. And Eric is at Comeric Eric. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. That's very important. That's how we rocket up the charts and, and make our millions. Um, if you do, leave us a review. Take a screenshot of it and tweet it at us. Um, you know, make it funny, and we'll read it out uh, on next week's show to show all of our appreciation to you. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Giannos. Eric, we really haven't um, had a choice of where to start this week's show other than on the weather um, absolutely. We covered a lot of weather territory already, yeah. but this is baseball. This is, yeah, this is baseball weather. So, so buckle up. Um, it's been absolutely miserable. Um, oh. like the, the end of last week in Chicago, that was, that was bad. There was some snow. I remember looking at Jose Abreu when he was in the box thinking this dude wants to be literally anywhere else. And, and yeah. I don't, I don't blame him. Um, the boys obviously got some respite in Cleveland, but then again, just disgusting conditions um, Saturday and Sunday. I feel I feel kind of bad for some of these Latin American guys. Absolutely. Not because I, I mean, you're a native Traverse Cityan and are exposed nonstop to cold weather. But for guys who like grew up in, I don't know, Dominican Republic and they train in Florida. I wonder how many days of the year they actually spend in someplace that's cold. And not just because of their uh, – you could say the same thing for somebody from Florida or Texas. I don't mean to pick on the Latin American guys. But if you don't have any like 
context or acclimation to the weather. I wonder if it affects you differently. Yeah, and if you have the option to not have this context, why would you pick to have it? Like, yeah, right. I'm spending all winter in Florida or Texas or somewhere if I have that option. Yeah, no, it has to be a, a fact. I, I was actually looking um, – I, I think I read somewhere, and a good journalist might know a source here, but I believe that the the batting average across, across baseball right now is 240. Just yeah, it's flat. Poor. That's – I mean that has to affect them it's so bad. Um, so I will say the Tigers have done a pretty good job of canceling their games on time, yeah. which, you know, getting back to my beef of a week or two ago, they have done a nice job with that, which is appreciated. You're not getting everybody down there. Now, do you think that there's any correlation between those two? Absolutely. Yeah. They listen. I've informed them. I've beefed and now they have responded to my beef. Yeah. You, you hold a lot of power. That's for sure. It's true. It's true. Um, go ahead. Although the weather has been much more clear. Like, it's clearly lousy. There wasn't a lot of touch-and-go opportunities. It's like, this stinks. Yeah, definitely. It actually, I feel like it played to our advantage on Saturday and Sunday. Kind of stemmed the tide of that four-game losing streak. Um, Like a timeout, you know, that 20-second timeout in basketball. I feel like it's not the worst thing for this this young team. Like, clearly, results aren't the most important thing. But it's easy to let three or four bad games turn into five or six, seven or eight. And then all of a sudden, we're trying to figure out where where did all the talent go like how why is everyone's head in the tank um you know we'll take a couple days off and you know guys like candelario who had a kind of a rough week last week um give them a chance to reset i think for for the team being so young um i think that's a good thing sure just recalibrate restart um i feel like this there you know it always brings out the you know, the type of uh, ideas like, oh, we should only schedule games in warm weather locations and domes for the first couple weeks of the season. Um, do you like where, where do you come down on that? Yeah. So interesting baseball game last night. Two Texas teams are playing each other and few people were grumbling like, why are these two beautiful weather cities playing each other? Shouldn't they be hosting? Midwest teams and I kind of agree I get the the schedule is complicated but we have like fancy computers now don't we couldn't we mix in a heavier ratio of southern hosting cities early in the schedule yeah you would certainly think so you think it's possible and obviously it would give some of the teams you know the ability to kind of get out to a quick start but you also cancel that out by by you know they're gonna come at some point a chance that they there aren't going to be playing as many games at home and the you know midwest teams will catch up maybe have more home games down the stretch or something like i, I don't genuinely yeah. generally think that that's a problem the the thing is is like you can't have your home opener may one like there, there has to be some sort of give and take right and the the weather now like you would assume by the middle of april you're you're safe yeah this, this is obviously do. a freak occurrence but but if you could make sure the first homestand of every year is in a warm weather or domed or covered place, that to me seems possible. That buys you an extra week. Yeah, week. That week doesn't seem half. too harsh. Um, so obviously hindsight is always twenty twenty. But do you think Comerica Park should have been built with a retractable roof? I think it's a fair question to ask. Like, Coberica Park is not that old. And um, Milwaukee got a, a covered stadium, Miller Field. Have you been to Miller Field? I have. It's beautiful. Yep. 
Yeah. So tell me about that experience. I mean, does it detract a lot from the park that it's covered or retractable? I've actually I've been there twice and I've seen it both ways. Um, yeah. With it closed, it's a very um, I want to say stuffy, but it's a very uh, sterile environment okay. i would say okay. but with it open it's a incredible experience like it does does it feel like a cave because a lot of people said oh yeah you don't want to build uh enclosed because it feels like a you're in a in a cavern i wouldn't necessarily say that and i've been okay. out to to safeco and that didn't necessarily feel i uh it actually closed mid-game and i didn't feel like that felt very cavernous and the same thing with with minute Maid. um it just it i mean i've never experienced it you know with with or without like but they they definitely seem to just be part of the furniture, if you will. The only one I've been to is is it it was Bank One Ballpark, whatever the one in Arizona is called now. Are yeah. they still playing there? I think yeah, I think, I think it's Chase Chase Ballpark now. Chase, yeah, yeah. And I I was fairly impressed with that, but I think it would depend a lot on the architecture because a lot of what people like about Comerica Park is kind of that panoramic view of downtown, and you get to see out. I mean, if they could replicate that kind of experience with a retractable roof stadium, why wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And and they're in in Houston. Like when you look out beyond left field, you see skyline. Like there's there's these huge glass windows, um, yeah. and you you definitely can maintain that while still giving yourself the ability to you know not play in thirty degree weather um obviously you know it just depends on who you get to design it so and i think there was so much nostalgia and so much soul dedicated to tiger stadium i think they felt obligated to give some kind of faithful spirit or not a not a true um reconstruction but kind of an homage in some ways and I, I feel like they they couldn't bring themselves to make a retractable roof. And the technology for retractable roofs probably wasn't as good then because we were talking, what, 2000? Yeah, that's, that's a while back at this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was built 2000. So, uh, yeah, I, I like you say, hindsight's twenty twenty. But, yeah, we just got to wait out some of the the weather I'll, I'll text chris illich and have him get on building and building a new one i think that's probably in the pipeline just put a gigantic umbrella <laughs> i'm uh, sure your i'm sure your mom's got some undergarments we could put over it <laughs> but tish enough um so when the tigers were were actually on the field this past week things didn't exactly go so well um, we dropped all five games we played, and get this, we have now <laughs> scored one run or fewer in six of our first 13 games. Oh, where did all our run scoring go? Uh, that I was bad. I think it left with uh, Kinsler and JD and Justin Upton. <laughs> so before, so we scored six against the Yankees. Before that, we scored three against the Indians. We lost three to nine. Before that, we scored one, one, Zero, one, and yeah, in those games. That's not good. That is yeah, not good. Yeah. You got to put up at least a two to give yourself a chance, right? Yeah, and the thing is, is we've, we were, you know, we, we've been, has been good. pitching, we've wasted a lot of good. I mean, not that that's yeah. anything new for us. That's a tale as old as time for the Tigers, but we've wasted so many good starting pitching performances. 
Um, obviously, the hitting's the problem. Uh, Martin and Castellanos both turned in pretty good weeks, but hold, like literally everyone else was bad over these past you know yeah. seven days. Um, do you think it's safe to say that the Indians have our number again this year? The, I don't know about have our number, but they're just they're better. <laughs> the Indians are good, and we are not good. Yeah. It became pretty clear to me. Yeah, by by a large margin. Um, I I will say like this is not to to put them down because obviously we're we're terrible too but I don't think they're quite as good um, as last year's version of that team. There's a lot of mix and match pieces that you know Francona I'm sure will get the best out of, but they don't necessarily uh, jump out and bite you on paper quite like they did last year. But did you see the Corey Kluber game? Yes, Kluber was just bushwhacking just mowing us down he was without al- much regard for our souls he was also getting a lot of that outside corner oh. and you can't give yes. somebody as good as Corey kluber that outside corner it's just going to be game over and it yep. was game over um but i th- what i thought was interesting is that we made josh tomlin the following night look just as good as Corey kluber and i find that to be a little bit alarming that was bad. It was bad. Um, any good performances that stood out to you from from our end of the thing, our end of things? Pitching, starting pitching wise, you know, other than Mike Fires, pretty much everyone was was average to, um, well, I mean, other than Zimmerman, we'll get to him here in a second. But um, offensively, Liriano was good, right? Liriano and Boyd were both excellent. Yeah, I'm starting to think that maybe like. I've always yeah. thought that Boyd is uh, an overachiever pitching kind of above his station, but he has enough guile to actually get it done. Uh, the stuff yeah. he's, That's what the scouting reports all about. I feel like this stuff is start, slowly starting to kind of play up a little bit. Um, obviously, he's still getting more out of his ability than, than is actually there. But, you know, he, he doesn't have bad stuff either. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I've been cautious on Boyd, but I'm actually starting to buy into the... You know, maybe Bat, maybe Matt Boyd is a number three type guy, at least at least in our rotation for for the meantime. For for sure, yeah. He's he's shown you everything that you want to see now. Yeah. Um. So Candelario had a bit of an interesting week. Um. He had that mm-hmm. three double game. Uh. He also hit his first homer, but hit two hundred on the week, four of twenty, uh, with nine strikeouts, with 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 some iffy defense at third base. Um. Yeah. It, I mean, it's growing pains. Like, there, there's no way. I think so. To yeah. avoid that. But um, I don't know. He's the, he's one of the guys that, like, he has such a strong command of the strike zone that you look at him, you know, despite the fact that he's borderline rookie, you know, as, you know, he, you have to be one of the main pieces of this lineup. And he is just going to have some some ups and downs this year. Right. Would you like to hit him eight or ninth in a better lineup? Yeah, you absolutely would. But you know what? We don't have a better lineup. So he's got a bad second. And you hope he can just leverage some of his uh, pitch recognition skills, take a few of those walks, and hit for a little bit of power. You know, we saw that home run. He's got it in him, right? He's, he's a big kid. He'll, he'll be able to hit just for some power. But there's going to be waves where he uh, – there's going to be troughs where he's uh, going to scuffle a little bit. And you might go for a week at a time. Um Having said that, you know, 
he he, he did all right for himself. Yeah, now, he's, there's there's nothing he can do. He's too um gift. He has too much uh, too strong of a plate approach for it to not eventually level yeah. out for him to hit for some average. You know, it's gonna yeah. just like with Castellanos, it's gonna take a while before the the power really starts to show up. Um, but I think so. I I don't see any reason he can't hit. You know end up hitting 260 this year but like you say i think it's going to fluctuate pretty wildly um and you know it's not it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see him move down a little bit just to take a little bit of the pressure off him but um i i don't foresee that happening at least not until a real real substantial struggle or i mean who's who is jumping up to claim that spot I mean, dixon would D- dixon? Be, would be the choice but there's yeah. there's also something to be said for having i mean i feel like i feel like i say this a lot but there's something to be said for having a decent number nine hitter and he's you know a well above average number nine hitter at this point yeah. um, what else we got it what was also it was about? also a rough week for jordan zimmerman um Ooh. In case you missed it, Jordan Zimmerman was smacked in the face by a comebacker from uh, Jason Kipnis. Did you see it live? I did not see it live. I watched the replay and, uh, yeah, hit him pretty much in the jaw. Yeah, that was that was scary. Like, um, you know, on first look, you don't necessarily like you knew he got decked in the head, but it, you couldn't really tell where it was, you know, a couple inches further, further north. And that could have been a serious problem. Um, it, it it's one of it's crazy yeah. because like they talked about it on the broadcast, you could tell that that stadium was just dead silent. Like instantly, people go from having yeah. you know a great time just chilling at the ballpark to, oh man, that that dude, that dude might be rocked. in some serious pain. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just it's one of those perspective shifters. He's not going to miss a start, is he? <laughs> not that I know of. Which I think is just so Almost funny. Too. He's he is like. <laughs> He, I don't know. He's he's a dude from from Wisconsin. Like, yep. he's he's you know he's not going to wear sleeves going out there, and he's not going to let a little bruise on his face keep him from making the start. Jeez, that's tough, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, you get cracked in the jaw like that. It's pretty amazing. I feel like you know, there's been a lot of guys who have had some. I feel like I remember Brandon McCarthy maybe having some mental issues with going back out after hitting getting hit in the head on the comebacker. Yeah, but I, it doesn't seem to be a problem for Zim. Yeah. Well, we kind of talked about that with Jacoby Jones. Is that still in the back of his head from him getting, I mean, different situation, but yeah, same kind of principle. Yeah. So um, Zimmerman got rocked in um, the last podcast we had. We, 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 we rung our hands about uh, the situation with Daniel Norris. And we said, you know, you never know what kind of situation is going to come up, but uh, keep him stretched out and on the team. And what do you know? Who did we call upon? <laughs> Daniel Norris. Norris. Yeah, he yeah. essentially got a start. He, he floundered in yep. said start, but um, yeah, he, not, not so good. But yeah, one one good, one bad. I mean, <laughs> sure. at this point in his career, I don't know that we can really expect much more. But yeah, I think we're going to see... Um, think we're going to see a lot uh not, not a lot more hopefully not a lot more but i mean that that's going to be his role for the foreseeable future I, I don't see any way that um that we're going to get him you know late inning innings i mean it's just going to yeah. be kind of mop up one way or the other roles wow so far he's a pretty good prospect for having a random long man but <laughs> yeah but. i don't know is he is he still that prospect is he still something we all dream on i 
or has the luster worn off? I think the the luster has certainly worn off, but I wouldn't say. So here's the thing: like, he's not a prospect anymore. He's he's yep. been up. He's thrown a lot of innings for us, but there's still something very raw and unrefined about him. There's still a lot more surface to scratch, way more than most guys. By the time they're what is he twenty five, twenty six? Um, mm-hmm. There's just there's more to be seen from him. It's just a matter of. You know, and we're, I feel like we our natural inkling is to dream on that more that we haven't that we have to see, but there's just there haven't been a ton of indications that what we dream on actually is what's in there. It's just flashes, and you know, you know, sometimes when guys flash that, it it comes to pass. Sometimes it doesn't. Yep. Sometimes when guys flash that, it comes to pass. That's true. Um, also a rough week for a favorite of the show, Mikey Matuk. Um, Ooh. The poor guy. He, he was unceremoniously dumped. Yeah. I shouldn't say dumped. Mm-hmm. He had an option left, so they sent him to AAA. Four of 31 on the season um, with just one extra base hit, 10 strikeouts to three walks. Sometimes spring training does kind of indicate the trajectory. I was hoping for more for Mikey. I mean, this is a guy they were cutting promo videos for uh, the, the end of last year, probably the beginning of this year. Like he was supposed to be kind of a, a stalwart in our lineup. And I was surprised they 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 cut bait with him so fast see, after I, all the good work he did. I don't see it as cut, cutting bait. I see. I, I think if they didn't think highly of him, they would have kept him up and let him figure it out. I think that they think he can contribute something. So they're sending him down, letting him figure it out against lesser competition before things spiral too bad. That, that's kind of my take on the situation where with the thought of that, hopefully he can come back because it's not like there's somebody You're such down, a positive guy. It's not like there's somebody down there that's, you know, forced to promotion you know who's going to benefit playing time wise it's going to be jacoby and nico like clearly yeah. those aren't well in my opinion clearly those aren't you know regular everyday corner outfield guys um I, I do think that it's a little bit of just trying to it's damage control with mikey you don't want things to go too far because he is a guy that you can look at and see you know what maybe he is a helpful piece you're such a positive guy that's that's so nice of you but I mean, it's pretty clear Jacoby's a better option right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I don't necessarily think he's a great option right now, but he is no. obviously a better option. I mean, soon it's going to be one of these times where we're going to call up one of these outfield prospects that we kept talking about, and that's Stewart or Gerbs. I'm, I, I mean, be, Gerbs, Gerbs be, has been playing pretty well. I'd be kind of surprised if they didn't make a move ahead of tomorrow's game. I mean, they have an extra bullpen up with Chad Bell. Um, I mean, there there really isn't any need to do that. After, have him up after three days. Um, Convince me why I should be excited about Chad Bell. There, there is no. I you know this. I don't. I don't like Chad Bell. <laughs> no, <laughs> I called him up. Everyone's just like, oh, poor. But if if Chad Bell's family is listening, sorry. We, I mean, I'm sure he's a great human, but he's a little uninspiring. Yeah, he he pitched very well in his outing, but um, yeah, no, I I. Chad Be- Chad Bell is what Chad Bell is. Like, we, there's there's nothing left to see out there. He's left-handed Miles J. I I couldn't tell you three things about Chad Bell. So uh, okay, so enough of the real baseball talk. Let's get back to the to this the 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 uh, silliness. Um, so last week on Friday uh, we saw the unveiling of the Tigers' long-awaited bullpen cart. 
Um, the design was clearly a nod to uh, Detroit's automotive past, um, but to the best of my knowledge, has yet to be used by a player. How, do you, how did you feel about the design? Do you see what they what they used it for? Like none of the players refused, all the players refused to ride in it, so they used it to deliver the guy's jacket to the bullpen. They like put their jacket on there and brought it to the dugout. I mean, the bad boy's got to be loving it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a gimmick. It's completely useless. Okay. So, so you're not super into this either. No. Okay. No, I think it's ridiculous. It's just a vehicle to, oh, so to speak, a vehicle to deliver advertising yes, to absolutely. people. I feel like I'm usually the guy that's super into the gimmicky stuff, like, you know, the animals on the field or yeah. you know, all nine for Romine or the, or the food content that Ravel always posts. Like, but this one, it just doesn't do anything for me. It looks like a, like a super it's a golf, cart. golf cart that somebody put flames yeah. on, like a flame bumper sticker. Like, I don't know. I think honestly, it looks kind of cheesy. I feel like it would be at home at your campground. It it definitely would. It would not be the cheese. I mean, it would it wouldn't be the cheesiest golf cart we have in that place. But <laughs> oh heavens, no! I I I don't really get it. But they're they're trying to see this thing out, and it will be funny. It'll be interesting to see if any of the relievers crack and just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna take it out there. But I I think there's pretty much uniformity that nobody's going to ride in this thing. I bet, I bet Stumpf is the one that breaks the <laughs> breaks the line. We shall see. But no, I mean, it, like you say, it's a nod to automotive history, but it's a freaking souped-up golf cart. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Thumbs down. All right, let's move on to your beef of the week. Beef of the week. Okay, so this week was a little bit crazy for me. I've had some meetings. Meetings. And before I dump too much and beef too much, meetings can be good. Meetings can be good. You get that, you know, exchange of ideas. You feel kind of pro productive. You inspire each other. There's a camaraderie. There's a social aspect of it. When meetings are good, they can be okay but when meetings are bad they can be really bad and so the thing with me about meetings is if it's if you don't have like a clear purpose you know if you're just meeting kind of for the sake of meeting and you get kind of these long silences and everybody say oh oh just like get on with it let's 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 you know share our thoughts and then let's be done with the meeting and wrap it up 
You just sometimes get round and round. Everybody kind of says, and then occasionally you'll get one person who goes off on a tangent, just talking about nothing. Like everybody in the meeting is talking and thinking about one thing. And then, you know, Jane over there is just going all nuts on, you know, something, some sideline thing. And you're just like, uh, can we bring it in? You're driving me nuts. And, you know, also in meetings, a lot of t- people will talk about ideas. Oh, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Okay, who wants to work on that? Who wants to do it? Nobody wants to do anything. We just want to talk. Talk, talk, talk. No. Like, let's talk for five minutes and then do for the rest of the day and not meet about it anymore. So this has been your Dilbert-flavored beef of the week for me. I feel like it's very, like, you know, stereotypical office stuff. But... but- things are bad was that cathartic i feel like i've i've experienced your emotion yeah make have meetings be better that's all i'm asking oh that's the beef of the week all right um so obviously i haven't been able to do much running this week because we have 12 inches of snow um so instead i came up with another who's that tiger for you um hopefully by, by next week there will be some melting um, so I can see some crap on the side of the road. I do like this game. Okay. Um, first clue. Uh, oh, for those of you who weren't with us last week, I have seven clues as to naming the tiger pulled from his Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> and Eric, after each clue, has a chance to guess which former tiger or, or current tiger or future tiger I'm talking about. All right, let's Let's begin. Uh, This tiger was born November 29th, 1979 in Natchez, Mississippi. 1979. Okay, so they're about my age in Mississippi. Natchez, Mississippi. Okay. I Uh, I can't tell you who it is. He played 176 games for the Tigers over the course of two seasons. Uh, Marcus Thames. No. It's good, good to hear the name, though. Uh, um, okay. you, you get one guess per clue. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, played with, he played with the Long Island Ducks and the Newark Bears after his last Major League appearance. Oh. Um, um, Brett Cleveland. No, but also good to hear the name. Uh, he was the opening day center fielder for the Nationals in 2007. 2007. Uh, Nook Logan. Nook Logan is correct. Yeah! What? So what did it take me, four? Uh, yeah, you get four, four points. Feeling no, strong. Yeah. Um, also, he was identified in the Mitchell Report as having received HGH from trainer Kurt Radomski uh, was expected yeah. to compete for a starting uh, center field spot in 2006 but was beaten out by Curtis Granderson and the rest as they say is history um, and was recognized Nook. as the fastest player in Major League Baseball that year in 2006. Nook was legitimately fast. Very fast. We were ex- very excited about Nook Logan and his speed. Yeah. That's the good part of Nook Logan. The bad part was that was most of what Nook Logan could do. Yeah, Nook Logan didn't fast. have much in the way of actual baseball ability. Hitting, hitting. Hitting was, yeah. To be fair to Nook, hitting is very difficult. <laughs> it is. The, the, the guys throwing the ball, 
they're throwing it pretty hard. The idea is to not let them hit it. It, it they're very good at it. Seems seems cruel, really, when you think about it. All right, let's move on to Twitter questions. That was a good segment. I like that segment. Should we keep it? Maybe, maybe I'm just feeling proud and strong. I got it. You should. I've, you should feel that was a good one. Nook. Yeah. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcast Yanos. All right. Uh, Twitter questions. Yeah, sorry. Twitter questions. I, I, I interrupted your beautiful segue. It was an awesome segue, and you cut right to the core of it. I suck. You're just limiting my. You're making us sound like Fox Sports Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary dig. I I I love Fox Sports Detroit. You all know that. Okay, the first one uh, is from Zach at Zachary Mac Zach McCurdy. He this one's for you, for Eric. Which oh. disc golf course are you most looking forward to playing when the weather warms up? Oh, I hope it warms up soon. There's a lot of them uh, around here I like. Um, okay, it's a little bit drive away. It, drive away. It's like a destination. I'm eager to play Flip City. Flip oh. City's up in Shelby, Michigan. That is, it is so fun. It's got elevation. It's got unique holes. It has everything. Um, my home course is is Pawpaw in Holland. If you get a chance to go play Pawpaw, that's nice. Uh, Johnson Park in Grand Rapids is one I'm looking forward to getting back to actually one that i really like i feel it's kind of uh people think is kind of old and outdated but uh riverside in grand rapids has made a big comeback they made it for the senior masters last summer and so they kind of redesigned it made it a lot longer it is long uh you need to be able to throw a little bit uh, but riverside park is is really nice now you don't have any elevation changes but the the whole contours and the tree placement stuff make make for some good interesting holes so um Riverside, I'm eager to get back out there too. Uh, when it dries up a little bit, if it's if it's too wet, Riverside is rough. If it's if it's kind of wet, then you want to go play Johnson or Shore Acres in in Saugatuck is good too. This has been your West Michigan Disc Golf Review by Eric. Thank you. You should you should come up. We have disc golf up here. We can play. You do. I forget the name of it. But there is a very highly rated, beautiful course somewhere up on. I know Hickory, up on the side Hickory of Hills has one. Hickory Hills is yeah. that it? I've, I think so. I've actually played that one once. I went with with buddies who disc golf, and I was their you know tag along who did not. Let's yeah, just say I'll that I have not I have not gone back with them. <laughs> oh man, that's fine. Um, okay, next one comes from Robin Runyon uh, at Atomic Pixie. She asks, "When will James McCann be an okay hitter?" Um, uh, well, you just got to stretch your definition of okay a little. I it's, agree. You know, if you can't change, if you can't change the reality change what reality means to you see here's the thing with mccann um i actually thought about this one a little bit on a team where you are surrounding him with good hitters it's okay to have a well i was gonna say defensive minded catcher who does nothing but hit for power when he hits the problem with is he McCann, league average he, as far as defensively is he a league average catcher I would not say that. No, I don't think he is either. The, that's the thing is you can have him if he's if he's really good defensively, if he's you know blocking well, if he's framing well. Um, obviously, he does throw well. It, you can have a defense first catcher when you have six or seven other good bats in the lineup. We don't have that. Um, you know, he has he cannot hit right handed pitching. He is really strong against lefties. His power. He hits well lefties. Righties is don't, tough for him. I just don't see all that many left-handed pitchers, though. Well, I know it's kind of a problem, but 
you know, in a platoon situation, he'd be an overachiever. But now he's he's below league average. Yeah. Um, Sorry, James. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, also from from our buddy Jeremy Lewis. He tweets, "What popular thing or food item do you absolutely despise? For me, it's raisins and ranch dressing." To be clear, I mean separately. I never subject myself to such torture by combining the two. Fair. Reasons are kind of bad. Um, thing something people like, but I do not like is mustard. Mm, yeah. Even if I get a hot dog, I, I will not put mustard on. I do not like mustard. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't like tomatoes just in general. Um, yeah, I don't feel like that's too unusual. That's good. Uh, I mean, I like tomatoes, but I, I have. I can empathize with people who do not like tomatoes. I agree on mustard. Uh, the big one. Maybe I don't... when you grow up, you'll like tomatoes. I feel like adults like tomatoes. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, there's. We'll see. Um, the big one that I I don't like that a lot of people do is um, is hazelnut. Hazelnut anything. We, I feel like we had this discussion last week. Hazelnut yes. is yeah we is had trash. hater. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Um, your, your are bad as far as things that people like that i don't really like um american football i think that'd be a big one i watch you know 14 michigan games a year um but other than that i pretty much won't be caught dead watching an american football game um for me it's uh the office really yeah i just never got into it breaking bad never got into like some of these popular TV shows. Also, I do not like scary movies. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, just movies in general. A lot of people like because <laughs> they're too like the idea of movies. <laughs> Can't stand them. They're too long. Um, <laughs> and I, I I struggle to admit this, but I have a lot of hipster tendencies. If something is too awfully mainstream, there's probably a good chance that I don't like it. Um, sure. You know, I I like the Blaine Hardy of things, if you know what I mean. All right. We all do. Let's move on. Uh, Dylan Davis asks us, with the Masters being this past weekend, um, this must have come in for, for last week's show, who is the, the Tiger that you want as your pro-am partner? That's a really good question. Ooh. Yeah, Verlander's not around anymore. I feel like he was a good golfer. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Let's see. Who would be, who would be a good golfer on the team? I could see mm. McCann being a good golfer. Yeah, yeah. I can see Stump um, being a good golfer. He he definitely can drive the ball, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, a lot of the golf guys, you know, have gone. Porcello was like a golfer, I feel like. You know, a lot of the starting pitchers, because they are on that five-day rotation, they get a lot of golf in, I feel like. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably Mike Fires. Um, but give give me Blaine. I want to spend all day in a cart with Blaine. That, that would be a... Who would? That, that would be an experience. Blaine's the man. All right. Uh, let's move on. Um, where's the next one? We are struggling here. Um do, 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 oh, here we go. Um, okay. Renee at Holback R asks us, uh, I wore my ti- uh, Tiger's cufflinks the day that Zimmerman was hit with the comebacker. Are they cursed now? Do I have to burn them? If not, when will it be safe to wear them again? Okay, here's the thing. You wear your cufflinks, but you you change the way, they, way that you wear them. So if you do the pinch, you know, like this, I'm, I'm demonstrating, do the pinch and put them through, uh, if that's what got him hurt, you stop doing that. Or if you do the overlay, 
you know, a little overlay, then you can do them that way. I love that See? you just said the phrase, that's what got him hurt or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The manner in which you wore the cufflinks. Yeah. So you so. did get him hurt. Don't don't make any mistakes yeah. about that. But you yeah, can still wear them just as long as you wear them differently. In a different manner. Yeah. That's what we That's learned. Safe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At Nicholas Holler asks us, how likely is it that Stump gets traded for some prospects in July? Uh, almost zero. I mean, Stump would have to be pretty darn good. Stump has been pretty darn good. I mean. Yeah. The thing yeah, is, the, him being a lefty is the only reason that that's a, a, in the conversation. If he was a right-handed hitter, he'd be kind of a dime a dozen, but but he's not. What kind of prospect are we going to get for Daniel Stone? Um, what kind of prospect would we, would we have gotten for Justin Wilson, you know, going well, into the start of that year? Justin Wilson is good. Justin Justin Wilson was as good, was, was no better for us than, than Stumpf was. It has been. All right. Stumpf hasn't given up a run yet. How much more do you want from him? I did predict that he could lead the team in ERA, didn't I? Uh, sure. Yeah, I did. Don't don't question. Don't if, hedge. I did. If, if you say so. Not a question. Uh, Hookslide, at Hookslide23, um, hook. who just, just sent out a new podcast with Dan Hasty. If you guys uh, if you guys haven't yeah. downloaded it, go listen to it. Um, he asks, what's the best new menu item uh, the Whitecaps are offering, and why is it the Big Wheel Burger? I'll leave this one up to you. Man, I haven't fully reviewed all of them. Have something you, fried. Have you been to a Whitecaps game yet? Dude, it's like zero degrees. Yeah, but it wasn't they, zero they, degrees. Like, there was a they, little they bit of spring. had a number of them. I think one of their games, Emily tweeted out, there's like 950 people. That's <laughs> so brave. Cold. Oh, man. It's just rough. I need to get a little bit warmer. My kids are actually eager kind of to go. So I, I'm eager to go, but I, I don't want to freeze. Yeah, that's fair. That's selfish of me. Yeah, I'll I'll get down there to see one with you here soon. They uh, do have um cheap beer nights coming up, like on Thursdays. I feel like that's, that's our that's idea. Good. That's our idea. Yeah. I know, man. It, and hot cheap other stuff too, but I I'm mostly interested in the beer, to be honest with you. What kind of ideas we hand to them? Uh, Nicholas Wisniski <laughs> asks us, uh, who do you think has uh, been most adversely affected by the terrible weather? And you can't say Johnny Kane. <laughs> It's almost like he knew that's where I would have gone. I don't know. Zimmerman, maybe. He was pretty adversely affected on the jaw. Um, I don't know. People who are susceptible to cramps. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the um, the video with the Japanese guy, Kawasaki or whatever, about eating bananas and cramps? Oh, I laughed so hard. It was the funniest video ever. I have not seen it, but you know I'm going to Google that as, as soon as. I'll reset it. It's so good. Is it, Ka is it uh, Kawasaki, I think? Is it Kawasaki? Dude, it's hilarious. It was so good. Um, I don't know. Guys Guys uh, who are all bundled up in that, like, uh, you know, hooded, bur you know. Uh, you know what I feel like it? Martin wears the most stuff, so I'm going to go with him. Oh, oh, yeah, Martin, yeah. Looks like a headscarf, you know. They got yeah. the whole yeah, snowmobile head thing going uh our buddy roger uh roger martin asks us uh at rogcast 81 who also has a tigers podcast you should check it out um yeah. emma is at jordan hall 23 which is me getting meaningful miles uh when he runs 
and uh is that like a runner question i saw that question i didn't really know what that meant i'm assuming it's just a reference to that we have a crap load of snow and how how is running been going no i actually haven't been getting any miles in because of said crap load of snow um and who are you guys watching with no tigers baseball angels i if i have a little time i'll put the angels on because i want to watch uh shohei otani yeah that's what i want I, I love watching baseball. Like I watched the um, the Astros and and Rangers on Sunday night. Um, I did too. But I, I actually haven't been kind of binging elsewhere. We've actually been binging on Monk, the the series oh. um, with the OCD detective. That's it's yeah. very funny. Um, I thought it was like a crime show. Turns out it's really actually just a like comedy show. It's that's funny and it's short enough for you to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been watching some soccer. Yeah, I, I watched some soccer this weekend too. Wish wish wished I hadn't. I don't um, talk about it. We'll wait. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, you guys had a, had a very productive week. We had oh, we had so lots great. of a productive week. Uh, Jeremy Troya, the better of the Troyas, asked, um, "What's your go-to weather delay activity? Seek out another game on cosplay, filling time in the Call Sam Studios with Johnny Kane and Simo. Help Jordan figure out how to become Johnny Kane's BFF. Heavy on the me and Johnny Kane in this week's questions." That's mostly what this podcast is about. Um, you know, I do different things like read a book. Real? I, I don't oh, believe that for a second. I'm reading a couple different books right now. It takes me forever because I always am looking at my Twitter like every chapter. <laughs> but I'm the thing is, if books. you're reading multiple books, are you really reading any books? It's kind of like if you have two quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks do you really have? I know. Well, I'm reading like they're both nonfiction. I don't read fiction. Nerd. Uh, but one, oh, yeah. I'm I just know. kidding. I don't read fiction either. Just nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> one is kind of serious, and one is kind of more fun. So that's fair. Um, I don't know. I switched to Big Bang Theory on TBS. I don't know. That's you, come on. Do you really? No. Do I mean, really it's it's always Theory. on. I mean, that's that's just kind of a, a fallback. Uh, uh, but no, well. Typically do I don't know some kind of some kind of sitcom of of some sort, um, so yeah, and just wait for it to to come back oh, on. Planet Earth two, yeah, so good on uh, uh what, what's the I think I've talked. Yeah, I I love a love love a little Attenborough in my life. Let me tell you, the first episode of Planet Earth two. If you can watch the um segment this... with the sea iguanas and the racer snakes without like getting on the edge of your seat and losing your mind uh you're you're not human so good that's the one with with all the snakes on the on the beach is that the one yeah yeah that one was yeah nuts. with the little iguana runs and then yeah. oh that was that was several fire emojis <laughs> so good Your language um David Nowacheski, I believe um tweets one question West Brom at home really which is obviously a, a soccer reference to, to Man United. Here's the thing: like we don't have anything left to play for. I don't know. I would have a, have a hard, had a hard time, you know, getting myself too up for that game too. Is it West Brom or West Ham that's like at the very bottom of the table? West Brom, the team that we, the team that beat us. Yeah. The 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 bottom sludge basement dwellers beat you it's kind of like in a way i was actually happy for them they're one of those teams like i feel like there's a lot of those bottom teams that i like actively root against i'm at least neutral towards west brom like if they could stay up i wouldn't actually mind that preferably it would have been someone else giving them the points to do that not us but 
I don't know. What are you going to do? Like, I'm riding high off our victory over Arsenal. Um, Arsenal scored the first game, uh, first goal in that game, and I was like, I wasn't even super pissed because I'm like, we can still do this. Yeah. Like, we were getting enough chances and we're looking strong enough. And sure enough, 2 to 1, we came back. Um, Newcastle's fun to watch again. Yeah, all, all because of big John Joe. John Joe has been playing really well. He is just like, um, just kind of coasting around that middle, the midfield. The midfield. Like yeah. the mid, the midline. Is that the thing? About the middle of the middle of the line. The field. halfway line. Yeah. And, and he's just, you know, just looking and he's dropping just beautiful rainbows in there. Dwight Gale, you know, a Yozy. What is going, going on with this. Dwight Gale's look? Dude needs to figure out the hair. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Have you of... seen a Yozy's hair? It's slicked back, like crusted over. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yozy's a good looking man. Um, so are we, are we going to the, to United Liverpool at the big house? I don't know. I feel like this is something we could talk about off air, but I'm, I'm going to be there. So, so feel free to feel free to join me. I'm I'm 100 percent there. I'll only go if I can get some Liverpool gear to wear. Such, such a douche. All right. Last one uh, comes from David Cook at David Cook 1959. If you're postponed referring to the sh- referring to the podcast, when will you do the double header? Uh, you know, we play through any conditions, although to be fair, we have a retractable roof podcast yeah although to to be actual to be more accurate yeah just just a roof my 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 roof (laughs) fortunately does not retract i hope to hope to keep it that way if weather if weather interferes one of our uh, our podcasts yes we'll do a double header but it's looking pretty strong like we'll be able to get it in yeah it'll be sometime in june um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at Podcastianos. Instagram at Jordino 4 at Comeric Eric. Facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. That's how we keep making the big bucks. And you want that. Do you have uh, any other? I feel like this. Go ahead. Final words. I feel like this episode has more had more frivolous banter than most of our episodes. Sorry, there, friends. It's because there, or was, congratulations. there was so many so many rainouts and we yeah. were terrible. I mean, there, there there was nothing actual, no actual good baseball yeah. to talk about. This was the rainout of podcast episodes. Let's be let's be real. Yeah, yeah. I might even I might even throw that in the the show title. The rain out episode. Yeah. Um, anything else to say before we get out of here for the week? No, I, I, just, I just hope for some better weather. And um, it feels like forever ago we watched Tigers baseball. So I'm eager to have it back again. Yeah, it does feel like forever. I mean, it's been since what, Friday? Well, two days postponed and an off day. So three days off. Oh, how, aside from the All Star break, when do you get three days off in a baseball season? Yeah, everyone's healing up, They're feeling, feeling good, feeling spry going into next week yeah we need some help we need some spryness uh with that being said we will catch you guys next week and eat them up tigers eat them up goodbye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 